This is Bigger Pockets Daily, your daily dose of real estate information and education. Happy Friday to you. I'm your host, Tyler, and the article I'm about to share is one of more than 10,000 blog articles available at biggerpockets.com. But you can't read the blog when you're working out or driving to look at a property. Okay, almost time for the show. We'll get right into it after this quick break. This show is sponsored by Airbnb. Did you know that a long time ago, before I ever started my real estate business, I turned one of my first primary residences into an Airbnb? And that's the extra income that I needed from Airbnb that gave me the confidence to go out and work for myself and eventually quit my nine to five job. And now I have dozens of Airbnbs all over the country. I've even partnered up with the old David Green on a recent property in Scottsdale to take our portfolio to the next level. And of course, we host it on Airbnb. But you don't need to be a full-time real estate investor to start on Airbnb. As a matter of fact, I was self-managing 10 properties while working my 9-to-5 job, so I know anybody can do it. Think about it this way. You're looking for extra income and going on a vacation. Wouldn't it be great to rent out your space and let your property pay for itself while you're gone? I did this one time. I pitched my wife and my roommate because we were house hacking on the idea of renting out our home, and it paid for all of our expenses on a trip to Mexico City. So go and give it a try. It might just change your life just like it did mine. And I really do mean that. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Managing your finances used to be a pain. It was either useless apps or overcomplicated spreadsheets. Ugh. But now with Monarch Money, managing your money is easier than ever. Monarch is the top rated all-in-one personal finance app. It gives you a comprehensive view of all your accounts, investments, transactions, and more. Create custom budgets, track progress toward financial goals, and collaborate with your partner. And now, get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com bigger. Unlike other personal finance apps, Monarch's simple, intuitive design makes it easy to set up, customize, and use. You can even collaborate with your partner, family, or financial advisor at no extra cost to get a joint view of all your finances. Customize your dashboard, notifications, and budgets with a tap. After trying out Monarch for myself, I understand why it's the top-rated personal finance app. And right now, listeners of this show right here will get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com bigger. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H-M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash bigger for your extended 30-day free trial. Why are Millennials So Behind in Home Ownership? By Matt Meyer. Millennials are giving up on their dreams of home ownership at an increasing rate. According to an annual report by Apartment List, a rental listing site, 18.2% of Millennials now expect that they will rent for the rest of their lives, up from 10.7% in 2018. The study comes during a booming housing market, making it hard to believe that Millennials are lagging behind. However, affordability remains the number one issue for most, as the vast majority of them have hardly any savings for a down payment, if at all. With a market so hot, how are millennials behind? 74% of millennials state that affordability is their biggest hurdle to home ownership, while some admit that the lifestyle and flexibility afforded by renting have kept them away from tying themselves down with a mortgage. Most feel they don't have the financial means to make the big step. With the pandemic that ravaged many parts of the economy in 2020 and an unemployment crisis that put many millennials out of work, it's no surprise that economics play the largest role in millennial home buying or the lack thereof. Even with low interest rates and first-time buyer incentives given by lenders, 
None of it matters if millennials can't get ahead of their monthly expenses to save enough for a down payment. We're talking about a young group, ages 24 to 39, that is actively dating, marrying, having children, attending classes, and beginning adult life. Tie in a pandemic and a volatile economy? It's hard to imagine a scenario where buying a home is easy. While it's true that 38% of home purchases made in 2020 were by millennials, they still fall behind previous generations at their age. At the age of 30, 48% of Gen X and 51% of baby boomers owned homes. For millennials, it's just 42%. Market skepticism. The housing market has come a long way since the Great Recession, but some millennials remain bearish on the market's trends. Despite a bullish housing market that has seen prices rise for over a decade, some millennial renters whose young adult years were mired by the Great Recession remain skeptical. 21% of committed renters say that buying a home is financially riskier than renting one, says Warnock. Perhaps it's a side effect of a lack of financial education in schools. A Bank of America in USA Today survey in 2016 felt that just 31% of Americans ages 18 to 26 felt their high schools did a good job at teaching them financial literacy. It's one thing to question the market at a particular point in time, but to completely disregard homeownership altogether because of an economic downturn that happened years before? It's bad financial literacy. Yet. Out of the 80% of millennials that want to own a home at some point, 75% claim to be waiting for the right moment. Despite current record low interest rates and intense competition between mortgage lenders driving rates even lower. Lack of savings. When questioned, 63% of millennial respondents in the survey reported that they have $0 in savings towards a down payment on a house. A middling 22% said they had $1 to $9,999 saved, and only 15% said that they had $10,000 or more. This means on a $200,000 home, assuming the average American down payment of 6%, more than 85% of millennials wouldn't be able to make the purchase without reducing the deposit, likely taking on less favorable terms in exchange. To bridge the gap, Millennials tend to expect help from their parents in making the leap to home ownership. In this year's survey, over 20% said they are expecting down payment assistance from family, highlighting how wealth in one generation can affect wealth in the next, Warnock writes. But for the remaining 80%, home ownership may be realistic only if their personal savings increase dramatically and or they narrow their search to some of the nation's most affordable markets. The disparity in wealth increases by race as well. Overall, white millennials fare better than others, especially black millennials. According to the report, by age 30, 51% of white millennials will own homes versus 20% of black millennials at the same age. The question moving forward is whether the remote economy created by COVID-19 will increase the number of opportunities for all millennials, regardless of race or region. Other contributing factors. High student debt. Millennials are the most educated demographic in the United States. According to Pew Research, 39% of millennials have bachelor's degrees, 10% higher than their parents. 
This rise in education leads to a longer time spent living with parents while in school, delays in marriage and childbirth, and increased student debt levels, all of which contribute to delayed home ownership. Student debt on its own is the most significant factor keeping millennials away from home ownership. By the end of 2020, student debt in the United States had surpassed $1.7 trillion, a 102% increase from 2010. On the flip side, graduates have access to a wider and better paying pool of jobs after college. But in a year where millions of Americans have lost their jobs and many businesses are closing for good, this pool has shrunk. Also, with lending practices tightening ever since the Great Recession, debt-to-income ratios are a burden for debt-encumbered millennials. Getting approved for a house is hard when you're already paying 36% of your income or more on credit debt, student debt, auto debt, and more each month. Waiting longer to get married Between education and culture shifts, millennials are waiting longer to get married than any generation before pushing homeownership farther down the road. As of 2018, women were getting married at the median age of 28, while men were getting married around 30. This is also pushing the birth of children back, which is often regarded as a home-buying trigger. Flocking to cities. Younger people are attracted to the bright lights of a city. Research finds that 88% of millennials live in or near an urban center. Depending on the city, the cost of living and owning a home can be astronomical, making it extremely difficult for millennials to make the transition from renting to owning. For instance, in San Francisco, the median sold price of a single-family home was $1.3 million as of February 2021. For the thousands of young, highly educated graduates working in Silicon Valley, this price tag is mind-blowingly unreasonable and contributes greatly to their inability to own a home. This is just one region of the country. There are numerous other cities that make it hard to own property, such as New York City, Los Angeles, Seattle, and more. While it's true that many millennials are giving up on their dreams of home ownership, there's a lot of good reasons why. I hope you found this article helpful. If you're looking for more content like this, Visit biggerpockets.com today to set up a free account. And I'll talk to you tomorrow.